This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 249 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, as we kiss 2014 goodbye, well, we're going to talk about how are we going to make 2015 better, and it doesn't start with food, it doesn't start with exercise, it's going to start with your brain, and I've got a cool app that will remind you to drink water. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you like it's thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Welcome back to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm not a yoga person. I'm a a dude or dudette like you in the basement trying to lose some weight. And uh, if you're new to the show, I started off this year gangbusters. I mean, I dropped like 10 pounds. Been doing the show for about three years, and it really should be renamed the Yo-Yo Show. And um, about, oh man, probably a couple months ago, have you ever had those times in your life where you see the wave coming and and you know the boat's going to topside and you go, ah, and you just give up? Well, my thing is you never give up. And I did for about, uh, literally for about, I don't know, two weeks, if that, and just a huge amount of weight back on, just forgot to track what I was eating, didn't care what I was eating. And uh, I've always said, if uh, if you're not hungry, food is not the answer. And I, uh, I took on another separate job in addition to the, the podcasting thing I do, in addition to the teaching thing I do during the day. It's like, hey, let's, uh, let's take on this other thing. I just knew my life was going to go right down the toilet, and it did. And so... Uh, I think I'll start off with the fun stuff first. I found this new, I was, uh, my stepdaughter was in town from South Carolina and uh, it was great to have the family. Hope you had a great holiday. Realize the, the holidays are over by the way now, as you listen to this. Yeah, the whole thing, well, it was the holidays. Yeah, that's done. I know we have New Year's Eve, but really Thanksgiving, Christmas, the cookies, we're done with that. It's time to start looking at 2015. And I found an app. My uh, my stepdaughter was there, and all of a sudden I heard this, like, water fill. And I'm not sure. She had an Android app. It's called Water My Body, I believe is the name of the app. And, for instance, if I click on this now, the United States has about 3,500,000 miles of rivers. Okay, just facts about water. 
If all water in the Great Lakes was spread evenly uh, across the United States, the ground would be covered with almost 10 feet of water. And um, what you do is you go in. Now, there's a free version. Now, the paid version is a dollar. And what I think is hilarious about apps is before apps, remember when there was like software that you loaded on your computer? And there's software now that you can do audio editing with that literally five years ago, you'd be spending $30, $40. And now people are like, $2.99, uh, I don't know. Uh, let me think about it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to go to Starbucks and spend $6 on a cup of coffee. So, but you, I, I, so I, I put out the dollar put out the 99 cents and you can put in however many reminders you want a day. And it comes up and it says, Hey, did you, did you drink? You can put in how many minutes of uh, time you exercise a day. If you're pregnant, if you're breastfeeding, I'm neither one of those. Uh, if you're in high altitude, altitude, what kind of climate you're in, if you're in extreme temperatures and I'm going to put that as a no, I had it as yes. Cause I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Do you have fever or diarrhea? And if you want to add any additional units of water. And when I do that, it says I should be drinking. For me, now right now I'm at 224, which is sad. I'm 6'1". It says I should be drinking 21 cups of water a day or 168 ounces. So with that, cheers. I'm going to swig some here. Ah, okay. And I remind you. And what you do is if I look at my graph, I can see that right now I have a D. If I uh, if I go back to yesterday, um, I think, can I see? Let's see here. Nope, want to go back to that. It's a little, there we go. Um, okay, I can't, I can only see yesterday. And yesterday I had an F. Oh, excuse me. Yesterday I had a D overall. Um, Overall, I have a D yesterday. Uh, I had a D. I did bad yesterday, and, and today it's the beginning of the day, and I haven't really drank any water. So that's it. And uh, there are little things. I've used the app for one day. My total water intake was 48 ounces. Um, so, and it gives you little badges and things like that. So it's, it's kind of fun. But um, I don't believe the iPhone version plays sound effects with the reminders. I, I have not seen that yet, but um, all you do is you, it opens up to a picture of a table and when you click on it, it puts the time of when you drink that glass of water. So uh, it's a fun little app and um, it does remind you to uh, drink water, which of course is one of the really four things you need to do when it comes to losing weight. It's key. And so one of the things I'm doing right now is I kind of like regroup myself to get into place for losing weight in 2015. There are really a couple things that you need to think about. And there's really four things. One, calories. Now we said it's always the food. When, when something isn't working, really the first thing you should look at is the food. And today I'm going to kind of append that a little bit and talk about one of the things you need to get in place before you start tracking your calories. But mainly it's the food. Then there's their activity. So your food is tracked in calories and you can manage that. You have control over how much food is put in your body. Then there's activity. You know, how many steps you take? Do you lift weights? Things like that. And I was 
watching some stuff last night and I'm like, you know, I, I still, I know I need to lift weights. I don't like lifting weights. And that's one of the things we'll talk about today. And um, so there's activity. Then there's water. And by this, I don't mean how much water is in your coffee or your Mountain Dew or your Dr. Pepper or whatever. All right. Water, water. And then the last one is sleep. These are really, it's not like, I know our life seems hectic. There's so many things. There's the family and the kids and the job and the you know, whatever, right? But in terms of weight loss, there's, there's four things you need to, to do. And that is calories, sleep, activity, and water. Now, some of these affect other things. Like, for instance, um, water will help you digest your food. Um, water will help boost up your activity because you'll be running to the bathroom every five minutes. Uh, sleep. It has been proven that there's a study that showed that when you get, um, when you don't get enough sleep, the things that make you feel full are reduced. So you, you are more apt to feel hungry when you're tired. I found that really interesting. That was uh, Jillian Michaels found that uh, report and re was reporting on that. So this is one of the reasons why sleep is so important. And then obviously activity, the more active you are, the more calories you burn. So as you go forward this year, and we want to start thinking about next year, there's really only four things to focus on. Number one is calories. Number two is activity. Number three is water. Number four is sleep. So I want to start thinking about next year. You know, what would it be like to get in the best shape of your life, no matter how old you are, whether you're 20, 30, 40, even 50 pounds, or, or be swimming in, in the jeans that you're wearing right now? Uh, anybody else in that boat? You, you get undressed and you end up with this little round circle right underneath your belly button where your button for your jeans is. That's no fun. And then you start to think about wearing sweatpants every day to work. And that's not going to work either. So I want you to embrace the possibility of getting in shape as you think about this next year. The only problem is, you know what's really, you know, I always say the only person that can stop you is you. And that really is true. The one problem that often gets in our way is cynicism. Because most of us, I don't know about you, have you ever been disappointed in life? Have you ever had things not go your way? Um, things didn't go as expected. Maybe we just, uh, maybe you're just deeply disappointed. Well, cynicism begins to set into our souls. Our disappointment turns to sadness and maybe the sadness often turns to anger and it just, it all boils down to cynicism. And it looks, you'll hear yourself say things like, you know, um, if somebody says to you, they, they go, uh, you know, you should apply for a new job. And because maybe you're not happy where you're at. And you say to them, well, there's a fat chance I'm going to get that job. Or, you know, it, maybe it's a, a, something you say about your marriage. Right. You, you Well, that that person is never going to go to this or I, I can't get my husband away from the computer for five minutes, let alone an entire weekend if we were going to go away. Or maybe you'd love to, to run a 5K and 
or, or whatever it is, that exercise, there's always that little voice in your head. And uh, that goes, maybe you think, you know what? It'd be cool to, to get a gym membership and, and go, you know, and, and run two miles every day. And there's that voice in your head that goes, are you kidding me? You're 40 pounds overweight. You know, you have, you have a, a, a bad knee. You're lucky just to be walking. Well, that's, that's that good old friend cynicism. It's a self-protective thing that we all use. It's like popping our own balloons before somebody else has a chance to do it. And it really doesn't serve you. It's basically self-sabotage. And this cynicism comes from your past. The past is gone. In the immortal words of Steven Tyler from Dream On, right? The past is gone. It only exists in one place, and that's behind you. And the other place it exists, of course, is in your mind. Now, if you think about this, your future, it's like a blank canvas. Nothing has been painted on it. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's ready for you to pick up your brush and begin painting. And it's your brain and your limiting beliefs the things that say, ah, I could never do that. Those are the things that are holding you back. And I know it's hard. The older we get, the older we get, the more history, the more disappointment we have to back that up. Oh, I've tried 4,000 diets now and it doesn't work. Well, here's an example. There, If you put, oh, I think it was fleas in a jar, some, some sort of Mexican jumping something. I forget the actual uh, insect, but it jumped, it hopped. And they, they put it in a jar to where when it hopped, it would hit the lid. And so slowly this, this jumping insect learned not to jump quite so high. And then they took the lid off. So now they were free to jump out of the jar to complete freedom to what they want because you sure that insect wanted out of that jar. But they went ahead, took the jar off, and, and the insect had been trained not to, to go, not to, not to push itself anymore. They had said, no, I've tried that before. I just hit the lid and fall down. Well, it's time to check your lid because the things that are holding you back are probably not there. And it's, it's interesting because there's so much opportunity. There are so many things. And it's amazing that we want things to be perfect. We want things to be, oh, if I could just get P90X, or if I could just, I can't afford, you know, Shakeology, or I can't, you know, I want to get this, or I want to, you know what? You go to your, the next time you empty a gallon of milk, don't throw it away. Fill it up with water, and you've got a nice, I don't know, probably five-pound dumbbell with a built-in handle that you can use as a weight. There are all sorts of push-ups, sit-ups. There are all sorts of things you can do with your body weight. And I know it'd be great because the, the commercial made it look so easy. They said, I don't have to, uh, I don't have to, 
change the way I eat. I don't have to exercise. I'm just going to drop weight by taking this pill. It's a lie. You know, and, and it would be great if there was an opportunity to do that. But it is our brain. It's our brain that has held us back. I mean, I've talked about the story before about Roger Bannister. Right. This is the guy that broke the four minute mile when people were saying it just can't be done. And now people run four minute miles like it's nothing. We're kind of in that spot right now. There's a uh, there's the two hour marathon. Right. People thought you couldn't do a four minute mile. People are saying you can't run a two hour marathon. And there's a runner named Jeffrey. I think it's Mutai. He has uh, he holds a world record two hours and three seconds. And, you know, eventually somebody's going to break that. Somebody will eventually do that. But if you take five steps, you're going to hear that negative talk. You know, somebody, you know, maybe you want to talk to somebody at work and you're like, ah, I don't know, that, that person would never probably like somebody like me or I, I couldn't get an appointment with that person because I'm sure they're too busy. Um, I had somebody this morning that emailed me, hey, Dave, I would like to interview you on my podcast because I'm the guy from the school of podcasting. And they, they were really, they said, I'm sure it's just a shot in the dark. You wouldn't want to interview on a, somebody like me. And I'm like, dude, I would love to talk to you about podcasting, right? He had, he'd put in the jar on himself. Um, maybe you're saying, well, they'd never be interested in, a, in, in someone like me. Or um, of course, when things go wrong, what do you say to yourself? Well, what didn't you, what did you expect? Of course it went wrong. Or maybe you're, you're tying into those stereotypes that here, well, women are just more emotional than men or, um, you know, what do bean counters know? Or all, all musicians are late or, you know, uh, all those different stereotypes. We, we frame our ideas about how the world works and those, those thoughts hold us back and they keep us from achieving what we want to achieve. We have to embrace, um, that, that truth that it's the only it's only those limiting beliefs that are holding us back. That's the truth. Now, something else that you might think about that you're missing here. And um, this I found on, uh, if you go to bestyearever.me, it's where some of this is coming from today. I'm, I'm taking this course. It says you're missing clarity. We think we're in control and therefore we, um, we kind of, in this case, uh, we succumb to our circumstances, to these situations, the things that come into our lives. And um, what we need to talk about here is your personal power. Uh, this is Michael Hyde. He says, you can affect the outcome by the choices you make. Most of what we need is not more power, but simply more clarity. And that's why I was thinking today, I'm like, really, weight loss comes down to four things, calories, sleep, activity, and water. Calories in, calories out, sleep, and water. When you can manage just those four things, you're going to be better off. And that cynicism is boosted every time we go to the grocery store and we see all the beautiful people. And um, I felt bad for... Um, What's her name? Kate something. Upton. Kate Upton is this, uh, she's your typical Hollywood kind of person. She's uh, blonde with big boobs. Uh, 
and she won this award for People's Sexiest Woman of the Year. And she got up to do a speech. And in my opinion, and that's all this is, uh, that girl has the brains of an ice cube. I was like, wow, it's it's kind of sad that we're putting, and not to say that she's not pretty, but I was just like, really? This is what we're, because I would, you know, wow. I was just amazed that it, I was like, that almost looked like a Saturday Night Live sketch. Her acceptance speech was so bad. Um, so don't get wrapped up with other people. You are unique. You are powerful. You have the power. You have the strength to do this. So on uh, WebMD, it says, how do you avoid, you know, the downward spiral? It says negative self-talk can be a runaway train. Your mind goes around in circles replaying a negative event or your own shortcomings. Again, where does this live? It's in the past. It should be behind you, but instead it's stuck in your head. And you may think that you're getting in touch with your true feelings, but bad feelings have a way of getting worse and... Uh, especially the more attention you give them. The more you focus on negative events or short, uh, or shortcomings, the harder it is to put them behind you. Research shows that happy people do put bad days behind them. In a survey of 231 college students, those with a positive outlook were more likely to look back on negative events and report how much better things are uh, for them now. So what you have to do is you kind of have to talk yourself out of it. If negative self-talk came with an on-off switch, we could just flip it. But unfortunately, well, it, it doesn't. So it takes a plan and some work to tone it down. So here are four things you can do to make it happen. Number one, um, try to distance yourself. You know, you can't, you're not going to banish negative self-talk forever, but you can take a step back from it. And when you notice negative self-talk occurring, basically address it like you would and opinionated third party. You might say a thanks for sharing or it's interesting that you feel that way, but then move on and then distract yourself. Overthinking involves focusing on a train of thought that goes around and around. You can stop that train of thought by focusing on something else. Try playing basketball, doing a crossword puzzle or any other activity that fully engages your brain and then call them on it. Give your negative thoughts the third degree and they could crumble. You might ask yourself, is that really true? You know, is there another way to look at this situation? And you may also look for benefits. If you missed a job promotion, are there any lessons for the future that you can take from that situation? Or could another opportunity come out of it? This may not be, you know, there may be something to learn from here that will help you in the future. And then the other thing you can do is kind of save these negative thoughts for later. Set them aside Maybe set a, a time a day for, for negative self-talk, which sounds kind of weird. But if you hear yourself doubting or blaming or comparing yourself to others, um, you know, just say, I'm going to do this later. Tell yourself you'll come back to the conversation. And when the appointment time arrives, your negative thoughts, well, they may have lost some of their power. Now, of course, I knew this was going to be in here somewhere. One of the things you can do is make it positive. You know, start off the day saying, I am confident. I have the skills I need. I'm going to trust myself. And uh, in some cases, the uh, doctor that was quoted here in this article says, uh, sometimes he'll write three words on a piece of, piece of paper to reinforce it. 
And throughout the day, he glances at these pa- this paper. It might be something like fun, smart, and effective. And that is what he is trying to project. So maybe if you need to be confident, maybe if you need to be strong, maybe if you need to be determined or commitment, things like that, write them down. Put it on a piece of paper and then meditate on that. For lack of a better phrase, focus, whatever word you want to use there, focus, meditate, things like that. And uh, it, because if you can't get your brain on board, if you can't get your brain on board, your body is going to follow your brain. So I know, I know. In some cases, it may be 5, 10, 15, 20 years you've been trying, you've been battling with this. You can do it. If other people, I always use the analogy, when I was growing up, I played the guitar. And, you know, I would see these guys on TV. And I'm like, man, I wish I could play like them. They have the same 22 frets that I do. They have the same six strings. They have the same five fingers. Now they might have bigger, smaller hands, things like that. But in the end, you just, it just took time and commitment to work through the pain. When you first start playing a guitar, your fingers hurt. You have to press down on those strings really hard. And eventually you build up calluses and it doesn't hurt anymore. And so for me, one of the things that I have to stop doing is when I hear lifting weights, I think of the pain of sore muscles. Well, Number one, maybe don't go for the heaviest weight in the gym. You know, there are smart ways to do that. But instead of saying I have to lift weights, why not say I get to? Right? There are those things that you look forward to, right? Oh, I get to go to Disneyland. I get to see my grandkids. I get to. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, you get to do those. Well, think about what the things that you don't like. So in my case, I'm not a big fan of lifting weights. Why? Because I, I just, I can feel the, the, the pain, that muscle strain. Okay. That's, that's the truth. But instead of focusing on that, focusing on now I'm burning calories faster because I have more muscles to burn up calories and think about how good that would feel to, you know, weight loss, if you've been at it a while, man, it just seems to get harder the older you go. Well, how would you like to make it easier? Think about how that would feel to step on the scale and see it go down again and again and again. Think about how that would feel. Focus on the positive, not on the negative. Now, we're not trying to say, you know, the world is just just put on rose-colored glasses, But there are, you know, you can focus on the shadow or you can focus on the light that makes the shadow because you can't have a shadow without a light. What are you going to look on? So think about, pay attention to yourself this week. Pay attention to yourself. Any kind of negative self-talk. I know I, at times, am the king of negative self-talk. And I got to stop it because when that train leaves the station, you can um, really get hung up on that. And then, uh, 
you know, it just, it just, uh, amplifies itself and amplifies itself and amplifies itself. So it's time to turn down the negative self talk. So that's going to do it for this episode of the logical weight loss podcast. Happy new year. Be safe, be, um, smart and, um, realize, you know, when I look at this now, right, I'm, I need to go back and check, but I'm pretty sure I'm ending the year heavier than I was when I started this year. And that's really depressing for me. But you know what? I can't change the past. Can't. Can't do a thing about it. So, yeah, it's too late to change the past. But it's not too late to change the way your story is going to end. And it's going to start with today. It's going to be started by checking your mind for negative self-talk and trying to bring that down to a minimum and trying to lessen the effect. And then we're going to start focusing on calories, activity, sleep, and water. When we get those four things, that's it. And really, if we, you know, if we want to throw in there The fifth one would be attitude, and that's the one we're talking about today. Attitude, activities, calories, sleep, and water. That's all it. We can do that. It's not 100 things to do, only five, and we're going to tackle them this year, and um, we're going to turn it into a lifestyle. So thanks so much for tuning in. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. If you find yourself, you're going to be going to uh, Amazon do consider going to LogicalLoss.com and clicking on the Amazon banner. It doesn't cost you a thing more, and it does help support the show, pays for all the hosting and things like that, and it's deeply, deeply appreciated. Thank you so much. We'll see you again real soon with another, another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't kill your life.